Hi, hello, hey. This is Tia. This is Rose. And welcome to our newest episode of our podcast, which is going to kind of be a part two to our, was that Mother's Day? No, we have failed them. We have failed them, yes. So this is part two to we have failed them. So we kind of been following the story about the young girl who, now that we know now, that lost her life in Houston. Was it Houston, Texas? I know it was some, a little town called Strickland. Um, Leah Davis. Um, she originally was reported that she was abducted by a group of Mexicans, which we now know was a tale. So, you know, we wanted to kind of unfold on what's going on now. So, originally her, let's see, I want to say this guy, because he wasn't a lawyer to her. I don't know who Drew was. He kind of seemed... I guess he just was, maybe he just is a a well-known, kind of like Jesse Jackson type figure in their, that city. So, maybe right. that's why they used him. I don't know. I think he's kind of sought her, sought after her after the whole incident, but... Anyway, I think his name was Quinell X or whatever. So, you know, he originally played the spokesperson for her, you know, going, talking to the media so they can get the story out. But it was so, it's so many holes in his story and so many questions that's left unanswered. So now we know that uh, the gentleman Quinell, I think that's how you pronounce his name, Quinell X, he goes to the detectives and give and give them a story of some things that the mother had said to him and behaviors that she displayed that made him believe that she knew more than what she was leading on he also goes into saying how um he felt like she wasn't being true with her emotions in regards to how she um mourned when the cameras was rolling he said that she basically showed no emotions when there was off camera and that was one of the reasons why he said he couldn't represent her anymore so he kind of went into this now he went from being a spokesperson to basically uh <laughs> what you'll call him a, a witness for the defense yeah. <laughs> But just so you know, so now he went to the the um what the jailhouse to have a conversation with the stepfather, which I said boyfriend. They keep calling him stepdad, but they wasn't married. But just so he kind of goes up to the the um the jailhouse, talks to the boyfriend, and now the boyfriend has confessed. He's confessed that um now it's still kind of un unclear to me what he confessed on like as far as like how he did it yeah i don't know so i was telling tia um because in the beginning if you go back to we have failed them i was didn't really follow the story much in the beginning but it's kind of crazy that the video that i did catch in the video it was this gentleman mr x i'm gonna call him and the mom the mom did not really speak. He spoke for her and he stated that he, in his opinion and <laughs> what right. he thought, it was a lot of it's uh, making it. Yeah. yeah. He, he made it seem very generalized. Like there was no concrete information, but at the same time, you're telling this to national news or at least their statewide news because Facebook, 
you can kind of find stuff from other places that you wouldn't normally see on your local TV. Right. So they're telling this to some news um, outlet and they're saying how the stepfather had been uh, molesting the child or possibly the mother believed he was molesting the child. Right. And um, that he had been abusing the mom. And but that you even remember at- in the beginning... The mom wasn't abused. Yeah, it, she didn't exactly. get abused until after that that basket came out. The basket came out, and all of a sudden, she was getting her ass. With, I mean, she was getting she was being abused too. That's sorry, guys, for that comment. But I'm just saying, like, you yeah. just kind of go and back so, and forth. It's like it's like, but they did a whole video saying that he had took the baby in the bucket, brought bleach to clean up, or whatever he did with the bleach, um, put her in this bucket. And then had took the bucket out of the house, which is the video that got put out. And so that's why when Tia just said, we want to know exactly what he confessed to, because they made it seem like everything they said was something. And now the only difference is, I guess he's saying he talked to the dad and he said it to him. But all the details pretty much about him doing whatever, putting her in this bucket, trying to dispose of the body. It seemed like the mama already had... Right. Good information right. to give him. But <laughs> goes back to him saying that she said some things to him that made him feel like, how did she know certain stuff? So, like, now I want to know, what was the mom role in this? Like, because at the end of the day, you went out, I, I guess you were saying, I want to say you you, was, you touched on that the last time we had this conversation about um, how the family had held off on this funeral for close to a month. And that's why she wound up. That's why the date, the the timeline was so far in between from when the father. About that. Okay, so maybe that wasn't you. I've been Mm -hmm. talking about this story to everybody who got an ear because it bothers me that it's so much. It's so many holes in this whole like they created holes. It's right because it seemed like now if he know that he she left him with a baby, she went to to a relative that didn't even exist on his planet anymore. God rest his soul. Right. He had been doing whatever weird stuff to her. You leave this baby. He does whatever to the baby, disposes of the baby. You have all these details before the police actually have them. Like, all that is just a mystery miracle, and the baby is the one who suffered. Right. And it's like, okay, so you went from him not being abusive. You was going, she was we going looking. on. Right. We looking. You That's know, we don't, think. but don't ask me no questions about this story. Only talk to me about the the um the the missing poster because I know her first initial the first interview I've ever seen of hers. She they I want to say either the, her mom or his mom I don't know who mother that was or who who the lady was I know it was a relative kind of was just like you know she don't want to a- answer any questions in regards to the the stepfather and his role in the disappearance she only wants to talk about the poster so that was her that was what she kind of led the media with like she only wanted to talk about the little girl being missing and how they could find her and then a week later a video shows him walking into the apartment with the little girl trailing behind him and then Shortly after him, not shortly after, I don't know how far yeah. in between it is, but, but the next time them bucket. seeing him was him coming out with a laundry basket with a black, um, with a black trash bag inside of it. So then now you go into, you fast forward to her in her conversations that she had with Mr. X. She goes into saying how 
She don't know why they, he was doing laundry. They had, She had just did laundry. She didn't know why he needed bleach because they had bleach at home. So, like, did he go buy bleach? Do we have evidence of that? Because how do you know he went out and bought bleach? Like, because if you had bleach at home, like, why was that even a... A necessary no. How was that a necessary piece of information to say? Oh well, we didn't even we didn't even need extra bleach. Okay, so is I mean I could mess up miss something because there's so many different stories out there, so many different narratives. Because you know originally they had the narrative out there that he had dismembered the little girl and was trying to stuff her down the drain. Now I never heard an interview of them talking about that, but I have read the the per se the interview. You hear, you know, they had an article where they referenced her having this interview where they stated that he had dismembered Girl, her. And I feel like the video that I was trying to re-show you, they said that because I said that in the video. She said that he confessed to the police that he had dismembered her and put her in the bucket. And that's why I was like, when you said, I was looking at people's reaction the other day, like, why is everybody tripping? Right. Because... He already said he did it. Right. So when I found out, like, oh, no, he said somebody finally actually went to talk to him. And he mm -hmm. said, and I'm like, but you the same dude <laughs> who she told Conflict it to. Conflict of interest. Conflict so how y'all know, and me and Tia was looking at dates. So I'm like, how y'all knew on May 13th or sometime back what people just finding out, Today. like, in real life the other day. Right. <laughs> but y'all right. had detail, even though it was, I believe... And we believe, right? But and it's then, the same stuff. So then you go into. Mom says that step. Why do you keep calling him a stepdad? Is beyond me. Boyfriend was potentially abusing her. Um, she believed that he was molesting her. He was going to pick her up from daycare when he would tell her that she was still in daycare. So he was basically sneaking the little girl home, and possibly molesting her. So all these different things, she had to question him about how he was hitting on her. You know, just the same as the, I was just reading that, um, the, the article where it was talking about, um, the original head injury. Yeah. So it was said back then that the father, the, the stepfather was believed to have hit her. But again, if all this stuff is what you felt and you love that little girl, that's your daughter. You had no ill will, no ill intent towards this child. Why would you? leave her in the care of him and why not reach out to the father that's the element that ain't nobody talking about all yeah. we give a shit i mean all we care about is what was the mama doing why wasn't she protecting the little girl why did she leave her with him etc cetera, etc cetera. you never hear nobody saying well where was her father at what was his role in it when she got taken away from the house what was did what, what did he do done? yeah did the system fail him too? Did he try to go in and intervene? How like about, we want to know. Looking at the system. Is anybody <laughs> looking at the system? Because something is broke, and they definitely failed this baby. Because if she was now, she originally had a head injury back in. I want to say they said it was in January, maybe. But I guess the mother was saying how she had been back and forth to the hospital. The little girl have. And one day she was eating and she fell while eating. And that was when she came, when the little girl ran to her mom after falling, she had a gash on her head. They took, she said she took the, the little girl to the doctor. I mean, took her to the hospital. 
the hospital never do a CT scan. So she comes back home and like a little over a week later, she falls out, has a seizure. So when she has a seizure, she goes back to the hospital and that's when they find out that she has brain. She got blamed. Yeah. yeah, she had blood on the left side of her brain and she needed to have this um, surgery. Now that surgery kind of left her her skull. I guess they said like a, a sense. She had to have surgery where they had to replace a part of her skull yeah, with some type of it. flap. They remove it so it can drain itself. Right. So they just take the bone off. But they end up putting it back, but they take it off. But they said they put some type of um they kept referencing the flap. They kept saying whatever the piece was, it was something so it adjust to the size of her brain as she grow because mm-hmm. it was gonna be a, a sensitive area. Basically, she was gonna have problems with her head. Yeah, yeah. You know, moving forward. You know, it wasn't like it was a corrective surgery. It was just something that to kind of reverse the, the the hemorrhage that she was having and to allow her to be able to continue to sustain. But I'm just like, even after that, you see all those pictures with the father. Where was yeah, the dad where at? Where did this story drop at to get to like, where was we it, are today? Was it bitter feelings between mother and father? Is that the reason why she chose to leave her kid with a freaking person who she believed to be a gay, homosexual, abusing molester? Because you mean to tell me you went you went out of town to go tend to your father who had been dead for a month? Hello? <laughs> for a whole month. But you went and you left to go and tend to your father. And you left your child with this man knowing the information you had. Like, why would you call him... While you're going to have this conversation with him and his sexuality and the fact that he was uh, sending a penis picture to men and stuff like that. So it's like that seemed like that's a conversation that you would want up close and personal, right? Like, why the baby couldn't come with you? I don't know. I guess I'm different. No, because I'm I'm it's the issue is, is that unfortunately we will never get an answer. Right. So that that's the tough part. Right. The tough part, it's a situation where it's frustrating. It's frustrating, especially to be a parent to a girl and to know, like, I mean, we, we've talked about this before, but to just have been in a situation where, you know, men did not do as they were supposed to do as adults, which is uh, be, keep you safe and make sure you're okay. They didn't do that. So to think about a man who you definitely know was unsafe to you that you then turn around leave this child in his care while you go off and still haven't explained why did you go disappear into the abyss to take care of somebody who is no longer here like so now i thought i had that that question that conversation with you maybe i had it with because i know I, i spoke with with um someone else about it but i guess he passed away you know like they try to come up with money for the funeral so it kind of prolongs the duration of how, but I know, I want to say the dad passed away in April, or like, like the first week of April, like, no, I think it was like April 11th or something like that, whatever the case may be. But from what I was hearing was that he had passed away, but they didn't have the money to bury him. So it took them a, a while to actually have his service. So that's why it was close to a month in between time frame from him passing and then her going out there. Okay. So 
that's kind of where I didn't see that. So. Me either. This is something that, like, like I said, this is something I was, I was having a question because you know that was my main thing. Like, and then you lying, talking about you going to go help a, 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 a ailing father who had been dead for a month, and then they, that person was just like, oh no, I think. But I mean, that's even what it is. even if it is that, it it don't sound like when she left that she had an ailing father. Right. The father was dead. Right. So he ain't ailing. Right. And there's no reason. Right. <laughs> Even if that is true, right? He was still dead, right? And there's no, there's still that's not an excuse to leave your child. It ain't because even if it's just a funeral, and hell, if it's been a month at hey. this point, hey, I need word, to extend this. In the word of the great Hakeem, that nigga dead. <laughs> yeah. That's Hakeem from from Minutes of Society. Can't yeah. leave that nigga there. That nigga is dead. Like. At the end of the day, I'm not going to leave my kid in an unsafe situation if I don't have to. Father is dead. I'm going to try to give up what I can to help bury him. But if y'all can't send for me and my daughter, I can't really go. At what point do you jeopardize the safety of your child to bury your father? I think that, I, like I said, I think the hardest And now thing the hardest thing right now is that you left. Now, like, like let's play devil's advocate. Right. Let's say that she really didn't have anything to do with this. She was a naive mother. Let's let's go back to that narrative. Now you have to live with the fact that you left your child to go bury someone. And now you have to bury your child. And why? If you had all these red flags about this man, he should have never been in the presence, not only of Malia, but the son as well. Yeah, I'm not gonna leave you, even if I'm gonna stick my silly and and deranged or desperate self. If I'm gonna stay, I'm not gonna sit there and leave my kid in your care. And that's kind of where we kind of go into the whole notion of when is it safe to leave your cat, your child, in the care of someone else, right? Because as that's why it's so tough being a single parent. I I, I commend people who go through hard times in relationships and stick it out because sometimes you go off and you you being a single parent is hard dating living your life your everyday life and you got to sit up here and you have to wonder am i doing this am i am i being the best example for my child am i allowing the right people in my circle when is a good time to leave because I, I, I see a lot of people saying, oh, your boyfriend is not your babysitter. That's that's the big thing going on on social media. Oh, your boyfriend is not your babysitter. Or, oh, your girlfriend is not your babysitter. They'll do some messed up thing to your kid. But that's not the story and everything. Like, yeah, that's not that's not true. And I'm not saying that you should go off and leave your child with anybody. But when is a safe time to do so? That's the hardest part. You got a kid who can't talk. It's hard for me as a woman and have gone through the things that I've gone through, not only in my childhood, but as an adult. It's hard for me to say if I have a child that can't speak, can't defend themselves, that I'm going to leave my child with somebody that I don't know. Yeah. Or somebody who not necessarily I don't know, but that is not their father. But at the end of the day, fathers can do the same thing. Mothers can do the same thing. So when is it really safe? What are some of the things that you should look out for? I mean, I think if we just using this as an instance of red flags, because this we don't we will never know the truth. 
they gonna lie until right. the cows come home. Only thing we know is true is if somebody killed this baby. Right. And I think they both know about it. Right. The mom, I'm looking, as I'm answering this, I'm looking back, trying to find out where that go, where that information go that I share. And I'm looking at a post. This is from BET. Uh-huh. It's the transcripts from that video. Uh-huh. Like I said, and they said that's where they allege that the stepdad or the boyfriend murdered and dismembered the young girl right. two weeks ago. Right. So it's like, how do you allege something that now when it comes public, it's the same thing y'all allege. Right. How, that is, is magic. Right. That Ooh. you knew details. Right. But you weren't there. You you didn't you didn't know nothing. You were in a hole and you flew away. Right. And you saying that he didn't talk, he didn't tell you. Right. But you was y'all able to concoct this information. That and it was a local, true. it was a local news station mm-hmm. that wound up being true. So it's like when you in this situation, answering your question, when do you know? I don't think it's more when you know. But definitely if somebody's showing you signs that went not to. Right. You got to see the sign. And there's no, and you know, and, and it's it's so crazy because I guess it kind of comes down to a, um, a person-to-person thing because you want to believe that everybody feels the need to protect and cover their kids. Mm-hmm. You know how, how we getting so aggressive where you kind of lose right. loose lips on language because it's, right. it it angers you it frustrates you but it's like it you would think it would be easy that if a man beats you you probably shouldn't leave your kid Definitely. If, you, if you know that a man who you are engaged to clearly have had sexual contact with you guys have given birth to a child you guys are engaged and then he's um, finding sexual infatuation by sending pictures to men. This is all alleged, but let's just say this is what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So he's beating and, and fighting with you. Clearly, he needs other things to uh, derive sexual <laughs> excitement. And those things should be like, yeah, I probably shouldn't leave a little girl. Also, being over overly sexual. Yeah. A lot of times as women, a lot of women I know that I I've talked to that's freaky yeah, or it's or it's flattering, right? He all he wants me. Yeah. No, but if he wants you that bad where he wants sex every night, every day, everything that he everything that he's about is just over sexualizing, you may wanna think about whether or not you wanna leave your little girl with him. Because it's some sick individuals out here i mean social media have just put in the spotlight on people because you can see it in other places you can see Normally it in other places you only see what's on your and news. people always want to record oh yeah they always want to record that's how they find a bunch that's of how they find these they messages. take pictures they take video. pictures at first it was pictures now yeah. it's full ass videos just the same as i know about like a year ago where they had the video of the little girl performing oral sex on that grown-ass yeah, man yeah. and that went all i mean and that fucked i mean that messed me up period like i deleted some friends because they were sharing it and it was almost like why would we want to share this information? Why would we want to? This little girl is being abused and she don't even know it. But that goes, when I look at shit like this, it makes me say, this man probably was very much so overly sexual. 
he looked like he's very in inconsistent and very compulsive with his nature of wanting to be please don't give a care in a world on who's doing it yeah. those are the type of people that you really don't want around your child and if they're overly sexual with you where do it start i mean where do it stop you know that's not some of the things that you know you have to think about that's why being a single parent I'll be wondering, like, single parents who just date excessively and they have small children, I'll be like, how the heck do y'all do it? Because I know when I would do it, I wasn't I wasn't introducing my child to them. Yeah. And if even if they did get introduced, they wasn't with them by themselves. You know, and it goes back to when is it safe? You know? And then when you do treat people that way, that could be a double-edged sword because if you with a man and he's very much so good to you, he good to your family, and then you still have those 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 thoughts that I can't leave my kid with him by himself. Yeah. What message do you send to him? I say, well, I know, like in our case, you you gonna have to understand. I I got right. I have I have a trigger, right? In this aspect. Right. So if it's somebody who love you and, you know, they want to be with you, then they have to understand that this, it, that's not you. Right. It's not you. It's me. And this is this is how I feel about this situation. Right. And it's like, and that truthfully, knowing how I feel about the situation. And if I'm with you and I love you, I'm trying to work through it. Don't right. don't I'm always trying to work through whatever could be an issue in a relationship. Right. But if you try to push me past what I'm telling you I'm working through, that's gonna weird me out even more. It is. And it's gonna make me even more be like, it is. yeah, no, now you might ruin the whole relationship based on now this is extremely serious. It's extremely serious. So if I'm feeling any way about it, even if it hasn't happened, there's no inkling that is happening. But you try to push me to feel comfortable when I'm telling you that I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to be like, yeah, no, you might not even. Oh, I don't care how good you are. Now we can't even be together because I'm really going to be feeling right. stressed that you are yeah. a weirdo. And it, and it would definitely stress you out. And sometimes people don't understand that. And I think that um, just the same as women have those sugars, men do too. Right. And I and I honestly say I, I commend men who date women who are damaged and stick around for the long haul to help yeah. them heal. Some men don't have that. You know, don't they don't have that patience. Like, no, it's it's almost like they want instant gratification. Like, I'm here. I'm a good man. You need to appreciate yeah. me while I'm here. Not necessarily, you know, like, and don't, and don't, and don't judge me based on what your, your past, you know, experiences. But they'll realize that sometimes it's not just past experience with past relationships. Yeah. It could be childhood trauma. And, childhood trauma if it's not addressed at its earliest stages it becomes adult issues yeah and that's where trust issues come in and you either going to falter to them or you're going to overcome them some overcome and they live to have productive lives but some people succumb to the pressures of being abused and in this instance this young child was very much so abused at least that's what the evidence kind of suggests that she's been abused. Yeah. You know, and if the mom knew or even had an inkling of information that this child was being abused, if she really felt what she what what uh, Mr. X felt, because he was telling us what she felt. She never said it, which yeah. 
I think is a is a is a cop out in itself because now she could say I never told him that. You know, it's denied, and denied, denied. Knew. And now how you know? Right. If I never said that to you, right. Now it's true, right? And you said you went to go talk to the boyfriend, <laughs> to the boyfriend. How you know? So right. now you killed the baby, right? 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 <laughs> now Y'all both go. <laughs> and it's horrible. And it's very much so. It's horrible. horrible because at the end of the day, we have a baby who has been failed so many times. So and, many times. Ex dude, like. If he don't really turn out to be helpful and trying to, um, oh, that word just dropped right out of my head. Capitalize right. on the death of this baby but to I get believe, him seen. But to be honest with you, if you, cause you've never seen his little, his, the little no. shows that he does. Cause I've seen him on Fox news a couple of times. I don't watch the news, but he'd be in those comments, you know, like people post up videos of him and it always be him. In some type of argument with a white journalist. And he always, you know, he's real fiery and he's real outspoken. And he be, I ain't gonna lie, you know, I be laughing at him because it be funny. Because he be, he be telling them off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, matter of factly telling them off. But it don't negate the fact that Fox News feel comfortable with you on their show. And if anybody know Fox News, that's one of the most, in my opinion, I'm not gonna say it's, it's concrete, but in my opinion, that's one of the most racist news stations. So I for like, them, I think you can get a lot of people to agree with your opinion. <laughs> I'm like, you know, when you when you look at some of the stuff that they that they argue about, some of the things that they talk about, some of their points of views, it's definitely against minorities and people of color. So it's like when he was in there, and you know, he gut punching them. You know, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm rooting for him. But now I'm looking at this whole situation like. You just another media vulture. You came in the situation. You got you extracted information from this 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 lady, and then you went to the police about it, right? Even though in the beginning he's clearly stated that he don't have any interest in her or the baby, he just wants the truth to come out, right? So now that the truth then came out, the young the young girl body was found. Now what? Because moving forward. If there's any other situation like this, people are not going to feel comfortable with him talking for them, representing them, because you took everything that she said and went straight to the police. And now you went from saying how she was a grieving mother to a heartless and bitch. And all, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and you're using it like you're reporting it as right. if it's your issue. Like it's your issue. Oh, I didn't trust her. She seemed like she knows what happened. She but you sat before. there two weeks before and said... She's she been abused. She's a victim. <laughs> she has stuff she needs to say. Like, if if that's what it, his plan is to do and to not try to further finding out exactly what happened to Malia, but to try to capitalize, capitalize. his own uh, social presence so that you're not just on Fox News doing the things or you're not just on whatever your local news right. that you're trying to make it to somewhere else because of this story, they need to do what they do in the hood when people take advantage of uh, other Snitches people. Snitches get stitches. Yeah. <laughs> Snitches but it's like, because that's, that's that's horrible. That's very and it's like, much and You don't want to say that, but it's like, you're sitting up here and I understand everybody be trying to get their big break, right. but this ain't no, you. this is not the time that you go into a story and use it. Because we need answers. Yeah. And the thing is, it's not just Malia. It's for all kids 
that have been subjected to this type of abuse and who have had this kind of outcome in that whole in that within that month from within that month of her passing or her becoming missing it was so many stories in the news about children being murdered being sexually abused coming up missing our children are definitely at war with society and their norms and who is protecting them who's reporting these stories you know i would love to figure out a way to really publicize when our children go missing because we see it on facebook we see it on social media yeah we're sharing no national (laughs) news about it so many black kids so many kids of color are coming up missing and you do not see the story unless you're on social media. I was like, well, that's why I said I believe definitely the mom has something to do with it because the fact that they report, if they didn't put that local news story on social media, we would have never seen it here in California. Right. So we would have seen what we just saw on Friday right. when it finally when it breaks. went national. It's, it's broke. It's on local news now right. in, in every different state. Right. So we only saw, or if you're not really on social media, you only saw the story that just happened. Right. But now people who in this town, I know they like, they was just on the news saying that. Which is probably why <laughs> a lot of people in her town is following her around, calling her a murderer. You see that? I mean, but how? How? Yeah, I, our time has. We spent. can we can definitely go <laughs> on and on about this because it's a sensitive topic, and I don't want people who who have lost a child, who have who have a kid that is missing, to even feel like Malia is overshadowing them. I think this case basically just highlighted a lot of issues that we have not only in our own communities but nationwide somebody needs to be a voice for these kids when you see signs of abuse somebody should be speaking out and the main people who failed her is mother and father they the first First those are those people right there and i think her father is getting the pass now like i said i don't know the narrative maybe you know he he has been trying to get it. You don't even got to try to figure it out. But point, whatever the narrative but is, but at this point, Malia it kind of seemed like you were absent until shit happens, sir. Yeah, you have to protect your children. So, like Rose said, our time here is definitely spent. Um, we kind of went a little bit over today because it kind of got fiery at the thirty minute mark. <laughs> <laughs> but if you enjoyed this episode, you already know what to do. Please contact us on social media. We're on Instagram and on Facebook under Hood Queen Squared. Um, also, check out our, our email address. Email us questions, comments, how you like this um, podcast on Hood Queen Squared at gmail.com. That's Hood, H O O D, Queen Q U E E N, Squared, S Q U A R E D, at gmail.com. We want to hear from you guys and also stay tuned for our Fat Cat Convo segment. And I want to just add, um, so we're available on a few podcasts, Apple Podcasts specifically. I just want to tell anybody who listens because we get a lot of listeners there. If you could be so kind to scroll on down after you listen and leave us some comments and rate us so that they know that it's a good podcast that'll help us share and get more episodes out information like this we really wanted to get it to people we want people to reach out to us because we we don't mind trying to be a voice why because we have 
issues in our own lives that has uh, kind of groomed us to be the women we are. So we would like to share that with other people and let other people know that it's okay to speak up. It's okay to be a person of protection. Like she said, please like and, and, and give us those comments because we thrive off of stuff like that. And we also want to know content that you guys want to hear. And this was a very sensitive story and it gave us a lot of feedback. And that's kind of why we did the part two today. So like she said, go ahead, scroll down, rate us and let us know what you're thinking. Also, tune in to Fat Cat Convos. <laughs> Queen Square is out. out.